Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. It's time for another update on the Smart Old House Case Study. This is the November episode. And I'm here with Michael McPhail, who is the co-owner of the house and also my husband. And we are working on a 1794 house, making it all electric and uh, as energy efficient as possible and stabilizing the house. I think that was our biggest, one of our biggest accomplishments this month was stabilizing the house. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think it, not just this month, but I think in terms of the overall renovation of this house, it's... It, it was one of the most important things that we have done and right. will do. Well, what I'm saying is that it finally happened. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. I think we're both happy about that. I'm very happy. Yeah, it's so much mm-hmm. better. And uh, I uh, interviewed Ralph, and he's going to have his episode on next week. Ralph, the building mover. Yeah, he's. I was saying earlier today that I felt like he was a kind of luthier of buildings. I was talking with him, and he, we were talking about how a lot of this with these old buildings, it's uh, when you're adjusting the structure, it's a lot of it. It's very intuitive about how the, jacking it up, jacking it up and understanding how it might move and, and what it needs to do in terms of maybe correcting the floors. I mean, we'll never have straight, beautiful floors, but mm-hmm. but we want the floors to be able to hold the weight of the contents of the house, the piano and people. If we have people over, lots of people over, we just want to feel like it's. We a, may never have lots of people over again. Maybe someday. Maybe someday we might. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, sad. sadly this month, my engineer dumped me. He's a nice guy. Oh, yeah, mean, he's a nice guy, but I'm just I'm just sad. After 20 years, he, I know, uh, he's, no, well, I, I'll find, find a different engineer. It's fine. But it was a little a little sad. We don't have, well, we do have a whole addition to do, so I guess I'll have to have an engineer kind of look at that. But I'll get a local one because they need to come over and look at the framing anyway that's there. Well, I think you should clarify that his business has just gotten so crazy busy, and I think a lot of his work is moving towards commercial buildings. Well, yeah, he's a big engineer. Right, right. He's a big engineering Residential, small residential projects are just take up a lot of time for compared to other. Yep. Sometimes you just have to find the right engineer for the right job. Anyway, he's been helping me for a long time, and I appreciate it, but I am sad that that's over. So we discussed before the certified wildlife habitat, and we did get the plaque, and we did put it on the fence. It looks great. I think we're both feeling very proud about what we've accomplished thus far from when we moved in in terms of the landscape. You know, it's given us, I think, a a place to focus and direct our energies when we can't, when we're waiting for things to happen to the house. Right. Yeah, I think so. And today we did plant a lot of the bulbs. No, well, we planted about 250 of the bulbs. I can't that came. believe it. Oh, yeah. We, we, we literally dug little 250 little holes. Well, then for, we filled them for, in more and more. It's just over and over. Yeah. So my, my job was to put the bulbs in the holes and then cover up the holes. 
Right. And okay. then my job was to dig the holes. Yeah, it just got old. Luckily, no, I, I think we did a good job. It was like a good hour, hour and a half of work. We did. But yeah. I I think that's it's good to do it in little bits like that. Yes, uh, absolutely. In the spring, it's going to be beautiful. And I was going to say before that, if you want to see a picture of our plaque or any of these other things having to do with our house, that you could subscribe to my newsletter. And there's a link in the show notes. And I put a lot of the photos in that. For this episode and for all episodes that I record. So if you're interested in seeing any visuals with these podcasts, which I think are benefited by photographs. Or or you could just walk by 34 Oxford Street in no, Fairhaven. No, let's just invite random people over to our house. <laughs> why, not? why not? They're listening to this podcast. They're probably, and if they're like a few miles away, why not? Why can't they come by and just walk by and see the plaque? I guess I could see the plaque. I don't yeah. know. It just seems a little uh, not that safe to announce your um, address oh, okay. on the internet do that. like that. But our daughter would say that I've it's too late. I've already done that completely. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Myself. I don't think she it, put it. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it would be hard to find our address. Anyway, but if you were to walk by, you wouldn't see much because the painters haven't come since the last episode. Yeah. So. Well, they. Well, yes, but they've done all, all yeah. the prep work. Okay, but that's where we left off right. at the last episode. Right. So right. They, they were busy doing other stuff, and now we're just going to go through the which are primed, and that's okay. Yeah, I think, uh, you it's know, it's okay. It, I mean, looks, it's not... it looks, well, there, you know, I think we need to add more context to the situation. We've done a lot of work on the facade. We pulled off the old Brickmaster facade, as you know, and then they came along and started to work on. Well, we replaced a lot of the wood first with replaced those a lot of work. We had then... carpenters, and then they, they came along and then doing a lot of prep work on the whole facade but at the same time we are are trying to figure out what our strategy is for the front facade in terms of windows um all right well that's a different story yeah i mean but it's it's actually pretty important to the whole project of painting the facade because uh if they are replacement windows which we have been talking about as opposed to these current windows that are in which are not very good windows and it would be nice to have a set of nice windows in the front facade okay i don't know why i'm not really 100 percent sure why you say they're not good windows they're just not they're they're very cheap newer windows that were put in as were a lot of the windows in this house and but they're uh, but they're wooden and they're they're divided light true true divided light windows yeah well, but as opposed to, to this window, which is but, a but you have to prop window. them up. But you have to prop them up. Which but I yeah, really... but they're designed to be propped up. Yeah, but I'm not. But a... you have a short stick and a longer stick. I'm not a big propped up window fan. I'm just telling you, I'm just not a big propped up window fan. I like I like just to lift my windows or close my windows. I don't want to like be looking around for the stick that fell on the floor and how am I going to prop up the window? That's not my. That's that's not. I'm. That doesn't make me feel. Uh, well, how right. bad does it make you feel? Does it make you feel like $40,000 bad? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that offline, okay? Okay. We still have not settled that. I'll get a price for the uh, for the replacements. I want to go see what they look like because I really don't want a replacement right. window that's going to look right. that weird. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, anyway, we'll go that. Stay tuned for the res- resolution on that one. Yeah, high drama. Another win, big win this month is the wood burning insert. I love that thing. I love it. It took probably about uh, half a dozen fires to really get it right. Um, and I realized, you know, with the wood burning insert, the first couple 
of fires have to be just uh, kindling to, you know, it's like something to do with seasoning the, the cast iron and making sure you don't burn too hot the first couple times you burn. And then once that's done, then you can do these fires. And I realize you have to start with a really hot fire right from the beginning in these, because these, these cast iron stoves have an inner soapstone uh, firebox. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. It works really well. It has a blower on it. Um, it's blower's kind of loud. The blower's a little loud. I have to admit, if you have it on high, if you turn it down, of course, it isn't loud. But, but when you have course, it on high. If you turn high, it off, it's not loud. Right. And if you turn it off, it's not loud. But it's nice. It has a nice big ceramic glass uh, fr uh, front to it. And uh, it's been providing heat because other than that, we have no heat. Right. As I said before, we probably we shouldn't, shouldn't say that. saying that. Yeah, don't say that. The insulation underneath the dining porch, which used to be a three-season porch, which is why we call it the dining porch, and you just step down into it. The insulation, there's bat insulation underneath that's that's mouse-infested and falling out. Right. Yeah, so we thought we'd get that replaced. Yes. We're putting new bat insulation in yes. there. Yes, and, and it's going to be nice and clean, not mouse-infested. Not that it, there's not that we have a mouse problem. We have a couple of cats who who take care of those things for us, which right. we're very grateful that they're around. Well, and then we're we're boarding up the bottom of the joists, and it's all yeah. going to be sealed. So yeah. hopefully that will take care of the air sealing, and it will take care of the rodent infestation issue. The problem well, with the rodents, there's not, there's not a like I wouldn't call it an infestation. Oh, okay. Well, we have well a... rodents have lived in this insulation in the past and have torn half of it down. Oh yeah. So, yeah, they're not all seething underneath there right now, I don't think. No. I've only seen coming, one mouse. Yeah. I mean, of course, I saw that rat that I yeah, mentioned our, last time. Yeah, but our old house, we had we had, we had had a lot of mice at our old house. We did. Well, we had a different cat who didn't care uh, about, about killing the mice. the mice. Yeah. He liked to play with them sometimes. Anyway, it's always good in an old house to have a cat who's a mouser. But it's also hard to tell when they're kittens if they're going to be real mousers or not. I know. Well, so, we, as it lucky. turns out, we have a fantastic mouser. Anyway. So we are that. So that should make the the dining porch warmer. Yes. And then I feel like I need to get the painters in this winter to paint that color because I'm not into that teal. No, that I teal uh, I think uh, yeah that would be a great winter painting job to. It would uh, just be prettier. Another thing that happened was that our dog Jackson escaped twice this month. Oh yes, that yeah. was, that was high drama. Uh, was, running, driving around the neighborhood looking for him. This is not a podcast about our dog, but. The reason I bring that up is because the neighbors took down some wire that was on top of their retaining wall, I think. So I think, yeah. suddenly it was he could just step right off onto piles of stuff in their yard and just take off. So yeah, that's, that's what he started to do. Once we figured that out, well, we now he's really not allowed to hang out. Well, plus that brings us to the fence. The that's fence. Let's the talk reason about, I brought it up. Let's talk about Bill King, our favorite fence guy. The neighbors took down the wire, so we uh, had to get a new fence. And what we have finally settled on is... Shadowbox. Is a shadow box fence, shadow box. six feet tall with a cap on the top. It's going to so be. So, what is a shadow box fence for your audience? It is a fence in which there are pickets on both sides of the rails. So they are alternate pickets on either side of the rails, so that when you look sideways, you can see through it. But when you're looking head on, you can't. It's blocked. You know? So it gives you yeah. So it's a great fence because it it looks like a nice picket fence, but at the same time gives privacy. So it's not like a stockade fence. I'm not a big fan of a stockade fence. Well. It has some similarities to a stockade fence. In what way? Well, six feet tall. Right. Made out of cedar. Correct. Flat pickets. Well, the his stockades had little points. A lot of stockade fences have the little points on top. Yeah, well, we don't have the points because we have a cap, and then we also have, you know, the post with a little pyramid on top. So it's a, 
we decided to go, for, of course, for a fancy. Well, we should, yeah, we should talk about this because um, we had originally budgeted. Can we talk about uh, budget numbers? I guess. Yeah, we had originally just, you know, off the top of our head, thinking about the property for plants and for fences and improvements, we had thought about maybe $10,000. As it turns out, it looks like we're going to be spending about $20,000 because of the fences. And and I have to say, they these this company produces really beautiful fences and we have wow. the one on the front and now we're going to have one on the back yeah and uh it's going to make the place even nicer than well, it already is we're not going to see it in 15 years probably but we also planted some viburnum there to grow up and right. fill the space however that's going to take a while it's interesting we're heading into the winter but there's going to be a, a lot of activity if we do this again in a month a month and a half the, the plumber is coming in to do the HVAC system. Yeah, and we hope so. Yeah, so it's an electric key Yeah, pump. so with any luck, the next time we talk, we will be talking about how happy we are with our, <laughs> our, our double heat, air source heat pump system. I know, and then we're going to use the um, the catalytic uh, wood-burning insert to for the lower floor. To which, offset the To offset the electric. Load. Yeah. Well, that'll be done by the beginning of December, we hope. We'll have yeah. the bathroom permits in and maybe a start date for that. We got the update on the custom cabinets for the kitchen, which will be happening in the spring. And we've designed our way into a more expensive kitchen there. We're excited. We're working with a great cabinet uh, maker. And yeah, I mean, it's really going to be uh, beautiful if it, if it turns out, which we think it will, the way we want it. Uh, it's going to be a really beautiful kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, more money than we wanted right, right. originally it's be, to spend it's on it, be but of course. It's going to be both cherry and painted cabinets. It's going to have soapstone countertops. We're looking at both wood and ceramic tiles, so we're, there's a lot going on in the kitchen. And given our past experiences, uh, you know, when we lived at our old house, we spent most of the time in the house, not most of the time, but a lot of time was spent in the kitchen, around the cooking area, around the island, yeah, that's that's it for this month. It oh, is. Wait, can I tell you one thing that happened this month? Is that I had right. three whole people at once show up at the house. There was the building mover and also the right. the arborists and uh, the painters all arrived at one time. I felt like it was a hub of activity, activity. for just yeah. a minute. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that made me feel Stuff like maybe things happening. were going to happen. Yeah. I know. I think when I think when the kitchen really gets going in earnest, after the bathrooms are done, and when the kitchen gets going. It'll start to feel yeah. like we're we're on the other side. For now, we're fine, and we're in the yeah. house, and we're we're warm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me again. I hope I'll see you again next month. <laughs> I don't think I'm going anywhere. Okay, I hope not. Thank you for listening, and thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time, and I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad or a suggestion for a new episode, send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.